everybody. It's the Balls in Your Court podcast, episode five, the first one of 2022. I am Maddie. And I'm Kat. And we are back. We are back. Fully with a vengeance. Yes. Just like in Die Hard. Exactly. Which is what you watched on Christmas Day. Is it that is. right? It is right. Is it the first time you've seen it? It is. And what did you think? Shit. Really? Yeah. That's a controversial opinion, that is. Uh, it was too loud for me. You're not like, are you not a fan of kind of action films? I'm a fan of action in measure right i felt like they overdid it mm. why was he not wearing shoes mm, interesting yeah fully if i ever got a center i'm down mm. he was just walking around with his fucking scraggly bloody little feet his little yeah. trotters um and it was a bit dramatic to me you know i just felt that it was a bit extra and i understand that is actually the theme of what ex- uh action movies are yeah um i think i might stick to the more shitty christmas films okay sure i mean i like die hard only because it is different to a lot of the other standard Christmas mm-hmm. films it's not really rom-com I, I like rom-com as a general genre but I, I think that Die Hard is a bit it mixes it up because but it does also have the element of romance with him and his ex-wife or yeah but he's estranged not wife some people think he's hot but she's also not hot and so mm. and also Alan Rickman to me RIP is not hot mm, so there was a lack of attractive people for me right. to stay hooked okay um, maybe the blonde guy the sort of Swedish kind of mm. fashion student in Amsterdam who yeah. gets killed in like the first oh no his brother gets killed yeah. that was kind of cool then he hangs anyway spoiler spoiler um but yeah no it wasn't too bad yeah it wasn't too bad no i mean january what is there to say about january as a month fucking sucks it's shit sucks shit if... fuck january fuck taking away all of those christmas lights kick us when, our, when we're down exactly I, just... I totally agree like i i'm you know take down christmas trees take down tinsel but you should keep up the christmas lights no no like the fairy lights fairy lights can be all year round mm-hmm. they are not seasonal not. Fairy lights can be anytime. And all of the lights that are in the um, high street, on, on um, Oxford Street, they should all be kept up because we need toys. Yes, we have a, we have a, also, practical, like in practical terms, we have a lack of lights. Yeah, true. More light is good in January. Yeah. When solstice just happened, we are not quite there yet. We have lack of sunlight, lack of serotonin, lack of everything. Yes. No, I mean, you're like, they, they take them down because it's like, it's only for Christmas time. But actually, this is the time when we need it the most it's so dark it's the mm-hmm. dark you know yes we've pa- we passed the darkest day but we're still until the clocks go back does it go back I don't or know, forward? Don't me. oh my god do they go the clocks change they change we add an hour onto the day so it's now 25 hours it happens. becomes lighter earlier that's what happens yes so i think the clocks go forward so five o'clock say becomes six o'clock yeah yeah i think that's yeah, what happens like that. yeah um anyway 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 how was your new year's eve my new year's actually was pretty good I went to Bristol saw a friend um, we she had a house party and it was one of those good parties where you're dancing and I don't drink that often but we got pretty drunk and um, it was quite nice because we totally missed the countdown and we were like we're just dancing and then suddenly everyone's like hey and that was really fun Um, and then New Year's morning we went and swam in I guess the Bristol Channel estuary is that the sea the Avon is that what is no no it's like, like as in like like the sea it is a sea okay the I guess sea, like yeah. the it's not like I don't know I, I was telling someone like what I did on Chris on um, New Year's uh, day and then I really stressed out about the geographical accuracy of right. where I actually swam I was like yeah is it the Bristol Channel was it the Celtic Sea I don't know I swam in the sea you swam in a in a body of water a body of water that was like a body was of it knives cold? it yeah. was so cold 
I kept on thinking about that scene, you know, in Titanic, where Jack's like, you know, if you jump, it's going to be a thousand knives. Yeah. And I was like, I am Rose right now. Yeah. There's a thousand knives around me. And I stayed in for about five minutes. It was six degrees. Then I left and I was bright red and I complained thoroughly about it. But at least I can say I did that. You did it. How was your New Year's? Um, well, just to say, I think your New Year's sounds fun. It sounds like it's a good, it was a good vibe. It was a good New Year's. I think New Year's are in houses are the best New Year's. Yes. Like stay local, stay home. Yeah. But with lots of people. Wash your hands. Yeah. Hands, face, space. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Hands, face, Bomb space. It, have a good time. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, I also went to a ha- like a house gathering party thing. Um, just a couple of my, well, a couple, rather a few, three of my friends who live um, in the kind of Highbury area. They had just a few people around. So, like it wasn't a big shindig. And it was also quite last minute as well. Um, so that was quite nice for me to go. And like it was a comfortable environment. It was really good fun. We had music, we did some boogieing. What did you do at Countdown? We so we put on we put on the TV where they have like the countdown yeah. on, but I think that there was some logistical problems with like it, it the, the signal cut out and like we were all a bit like, ah, we're gonna miss the countdown. Not that it really matters. And it just yeah, it is. Um and they it started going like 30, 29, you know, it's like on Big Ben or whatever. Mm. Um and then I think we all we all just kind of really were counting on our phones rather than actually yeah. watching the TV and then we went Happy New Year. Um, I had a little, I had a little kiss with my with my bud Sonia. We'd agreed, we'd agreed to be each other's oh, midnight nice. kiss because, well, I'm currently single and her boyfriend was in What's Edinburgh it for New Year's Eve, so she was single for the night. Nice. Um, Classic, of course, when the partner goes away. Yeah, everyone you got to play. Yeah. Uh, no, no, so yeah, it was just like you know a little midnight kiss, which was nice. Um, and yeah, just kind of general merriment. That's mm-hmm. you know good chat like i i don't drink um generally mm. i um but i I, that, I don't find that as an impediment for me to have fun. Like, I still have a loads of fun. I almost felt drunk because I was kind of... High off the energy, I was man. drunk off people. Yeah. Like, the vibes. I do know what you mean. Yeah. yeah it intensifies it. Although I was intensified that I had too much alcohol. You were drunk. I was drunk. Right. I did vomit for the first time in about like a year and a half. Ooh. It was kind of a novelty. I was like... I haven't done this in a while. my fingers down my throat like... Oh. Throwback. That's not very nice. No, I just thought, let's get the poison out. Right. Straight, so you so. kind of had to induce it. I did have to induce yeah. it. Um, we have a Cleo. Hello, little kitty. Hi, little Cleo. She is wet. Um, well, she's been outside. And That's, it's fucking it's raining. raining. It's raining. Good times. Um, so today, based on what we've already been talking about, which is kind of New Year's, we thought we'd talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. to start with. So I find the idea of New Year's resolutions as like quite annoying. But Why? I because I find it like can't we we should be able to make change and positive change in our life throughout the year. Um and particularly for me, say with my mental health and stuff, like I kind of can't just wait till January to like do anything. Yeah. And also sometimes I find the pressure of like making changes in January quite a lot then I'm like then you're almost frozen with like well I have to make, I have to do things now you know they say that like most people's new year's resolution is to go to the gym and then people people all get new gym memberships in January and then it's there's a certain day it's like two weeks into January is when like it hits a point where like half of those people have already stopped going to the gym yeah um my new year's resolution isn't to go to the gym <laughs> it's to act 
actively avoid the gym. It's to not go to the gym. I cancelled my gym membership first of January. No, no. I just, I, I would like to be more active, I would say. If I was to have a resolution, it would be to be more active. I, I played netball this week, which was our last game of the season. Mm-hmm. That was good fun. We did, we lost 7-3. But actually, as a scoreline, that's not bad. That's not bad. That is not bad. Um, I still found it a bit frustrating just from my own personal standpoint, just because I, um, I play goal attack and I only had one goal opportunity, mm. one shot, and I didn't miss. <laughs> one shot. No, and I did, and I didn't score that one yeah. shot because we. That's four for life. It well, hopefully not. <laughs> I hope. God, that's morbid. Um, no. So from my perspective, did say that. I uh, yeah, you only got one, one shot. shot. Yeah, I didn't want to um, say that. Yeah, so from my perspective, I kind of found um, I maybe felt I didn't contribute enough to the game or that we didn't flow enough in terms of getting us up. I think our problem is is that we've got really good defence. We're good at interception, but we don't get the ball enough up to the attack. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have enough goal scoring opportunities. So you're, mid, you're midfielder. So, is... yeah. No, no, no. It's not the fault of any of my players. I think oh. it's just we, we need to flow a bit better. We need yeah. to pass better. We just all of us. It's like I'm not, there's no blame be you know put on anyone um i love all of my teammates and the best part of playing netball is actually going to the pub after we go to the pub in highbury after we play and like and we're it's that's just like the nice thing to do um so i like that it's you know you play and then you go to the pub it's like a combined thing blind activity yeah actively being what's it called fun no what's the word when you say fit oh staying fit so yeah i suppose so um so what how do you feel about new year's resolutions i quite like new year's resolutions actually I find them really useful as a reflective tool yeah. um, and I think maybe why some people don't find news resolutions um, useful is because maybe they're not going about it in the right way I think it's making tangible resolutions you're more likely to um, not stick to um, but I but I also feel that maybe if your if your resolution is a bit broader then it makes it easier okay yeah so, well, it makes it more achievable yeah it makes it? it more achievable smart goals so yeah. I, I met um, some one recently and um, she was telling me about the way that she does her New Year's resolutions and she chooses a word mm-hmm. that she would sort of like to embody in lots of different sort of areas in her life and she says that you know she changes her passwords um, to this word so that she's constantly sort of reminded about it okay. and so it might be something like um, the word of the year is like like being is open or um, intimacy or I don't know, you know, things like gratitude, right? Things like that, that, um, that might just like help you not feel like you're like wedded to achieving a goal that is like time limited or, mm. you know, that might actually not be realistic, but is something that you would like to embody. And I, I have found that really useful. And even if a resolute, even if your resolution isn't something that you actively change right now, I think having time to reflect over how your year has been and, you know, where you would like to go, what you're happy with, what you're not happy with is useful in its in itself sure and it, i don't think like measuring it by success by how much you stick to it is um going to be helpful i think yeah it's a good reflective tool basically i think i do agree with you and like there there is something to a whole new year like even just saying 2022 instead of 2021 that has an impact <clears throat> on your mentality and i do and i think that that can cause positive change in in ourselves um i just think i do think that there can be a risk of like putting 
putting too much pressure on it that's my problem being like well now I have to make all of my changes yeah um you know but isn't that also like that's your own construct like you don't have to feel that way because it's your own way of having a resolution no you're right you're right I think maybe I put that on myself um you know I I find it hard the whole like kind of toxic like new year new me like oh my god it's new me like what I'm not a new me I am still the same me (laughs) same old fucking it's not as if like as the countdown happened on on the December December the 31st exactly like it got to midnight thing it's January the 1st and I like morphed I morphed into like a French man that like you know I I don't know or like it's like a Doctor Who scene where he you know where he he, what's the word when he is it like a transition trans something it's something he he, he changes he changes (laughs) body changes and then he he gets a new actor yeah a new actor comes to play so there's a new actor playing Maddie this year um no I don't think so um I think that it's it's good to be open-minded about what the new year can bring what do you like how how are you feeling about 2022 as a year I'm feeling pretty positive I feel like having that time I think to reflect um allows you I guess to set intentions for the year Mm. and I'm feeling quite positive I felt like last year though by the end of sort of like maybe like November December I felt like there were lots of things I wanted to let go of and um I don't know I'm really appreciating the feeling of renewal even though it's raining right now and I'm like yeah you know like you have that idea of like you know 2022 is gonna be so different and then fresh same old fucking grey sky you can you know what you can rely on English weather to be shit yeah exactly but you know like one of my like resolutions it isn't so much a practicality but it's like I guess a little bit more open to dating and things like that so it it is on my mind yeah and I think by like you know I haven't I think the problem with resolutions when people say I'm going to find a girlfriend in this year or I'm going to date and that that's not what my resolution is my resolution would be to be more open to those kind of experiences and that feels like lecture because that can require a little bit or a lot Mm. and it's dependent on what it what that means to me because that could be in Mm. a friendship that could be in work that could you know to be open to more experiences can uh it can manifest in many ways yeah it definitely and it like yeah it doesn't i think to set yourself a goal i must be in a relationship that's that's very bad i I, I must have a flat stomach or things like that or like i must like take away the imperatives yeah yeah exactly i also, they do say, like, I know, I when I say they, who is they? Exactly. The people. <laughs> the people. They say that those who are too, who are looking too hard for relationships don't find them. Mm. Um, I don't think that's, I think that's a bit of a generalisation. Yeah. Because I think if you are really putting yourself out there and giving yourself more experiences and more opportunities to meet people, that seems like the likelihood of you meeting somebody you match with is yeah. more likely. But I understand the idea that, like, you don't don't want to come across as like desperate yeah. because otherwise it seems as though you might settle for somebody who's actually not compatible to you yeah. and that's more of a that that wouldn't be a sustainable relationship you shouldn't just want to be with someone you should want to be with someone who's meaningful yeah you know? i always do this kind of like secret kind of pretending things i don't know for who like for whom like is it is like for myself or to i guess like in my head the people who are deciding what's going to happen like the people fate yeah. cupid whatever like any like the forces and i sort of do this thing where i'm like, um kind of in 
influenced by what you just said like I'm not actually I'm not actually looking for anything yeah <laughs> and then obviously like being on dating apps and you know like saying like the profile like you know like oh well, I don't know I don't like that but you know mm. you don't don't say in the first message I'm looking for a relationship no like no. not many people should should do that it's a bit in, much in my opinion but um I kind of do the secret thing with myself where I sort of go like you know I don't, I don't really I'm not like you know looking for a relationship and like, like it's fine yeah, so it's really done instead of because it, it feels like to say that's what you're looking for feels too active yeah. and you kind of want to put it somewhere in the subconscious yeah. realms where that can be pushed without you being mm. making bad decisions because you're actively trying too hard yeah yeah no I agree with what you're saying um I think also new years come with this idea of um time mm. so actually I think the 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 main the idea of today's podcast as well as talking about new year's resolutions um is talking about age yes. aging we are both 25 25 um, that is a relatively youthful age. Um, it's, you know, if the average age of, of women is something like 88, I believe, in the UK, something like that, that's a solid age to get to. Um, and people are living well into their 90s. The Queen, Queenie, she's is probably dead. Not dead that we know of. That would be big if you announced to the world that the Queen was dead. There's a um, big, big um, body of thought that thinks that she's actually dead. That sounds like a conspiracy theory. What? And then she's like currently being. It's like a Twitter conspiracy. Yeah, it's like a Twitter conspiracy theory that she actually died like last month, and they're just like waiting until an appropriate time to say that she's dead. I don't know. I'm not I saying know. that's what I believe, but I think 2022 prediction, not resolution, is that I think that she will die this year. Okay, well, I'm just putting out. It's there. possible. It is definitely possible. She's she's aged well. You know what? I'm anti-monarchy. I am too. I'm very anti-monarchy. I think it's a, an, an archaic institution. It is inherently um, about elitism. The idea that they are the chosen people to rule the country. The chosen people would be hotter. Okay, right. <laughs> um, although people used to think that Will and Harry were quite good looking as young as young men. Yeah. But, Same about the, um, the hairline. Age. Yeah, the hairline is not good. I think uh, yeah, I it's not good. But as um, but I don't have hard feelings towards the Queen. I think she as a person is she's done quite well in her role. She's quite, I don't know, she's, I think she's hard to dislike as a person, but I, di- I, I disagree with the institution. Yeah, I mean, I do dislike Down her. with the monarchy! I do think, like, yeah, I do agree that she is not detestable, I guess, by personality, but I still like her based on who she is, so I haven't, I can't extend it to my heart, so mm. feelings of pleasantry. Yeah. Uh, thinking back to our ages. Yes, back to that. <laughs> aging. How do you, okay, Kat, how do you feel about well, Maddie, aging? as you know, I'm not dealing with aging very well. <laughs> Okay, do tell. Um, I think in lockdown, um, I did get quite obsessed with aging. Mm. It all started when I noticed that there was a line connecting my nose to where my mouth is, the edge of my mouth. Right. Also known as a nasolabial fault. Okay, um, when, good. when you start to get obsessed about it, you start to learn the names of the um, wrinkles that come on your face. Okay. And... <laughs> We both were like, come on your face, okay. Um, uh, develop on your face through <laughs> smiling and laughing and things that are joyful, but mm. then end up being a permanent feature. Um, and that was very traumatising for me. I was very upset to see that I was not exempt um, from ageing, which I thought I was. Uh, and yet my body is decaying. And oh, I think... I think decaying. It, it's decaying, you're decaying as well. No, but I just think that's a very negative... I think that we're, we're still... I think... Well, what, what are we doing? Well... 
Well, from the age of 21, you start to lose, I think maybe, I can't remember how much, but you, from the age of 21, you start to lose collagen. I know, but I think, I, I remember the doctor told me that in terms of our bone structure, we we still have the possibility to develop more bone. I know, Maddie, but I'm, I only care about skin deep. Okay, right now. I'm thinking about my skeleton. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking you're trying to I'm get deep. I'm real deep. deep. I'm real I'm, deep. I'm thinking right now about the surface level. Yeah, you very much are. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, do you when you think about aging, and do you think mainly about how your face looks, or are you yes. thinking about the whole of your body? No, I'm not. Just like, your face. I'm literally being as shallow as possible. Right. And I hate how shallow I am being about it. Okay. But I can't help it because I don't think it is just secluded to people that uh, like care about vanity or beauty mm. or fashion. Mm. I think you know, even Judy Dench, not that I don't know if she is vain, but Judy Dench even said there's nothing good about aging. And so many people I know, mm. you know, talk to any older person and they wish that they looked like how they looked when they were 22. Maybe there are some anomalies, but that is what I usually hear. Okay. So yeah, I think I started to struggle with struggle. It wasn't like that bad, but I was started to really notice that my face was changing and that alarmed me because I just don't think I ever noticed before and when I looked at photos of myself when I was 18 of course I looked different and I think I just hadn't quite realised it and I don't think I looked that old for my age actually the funny thing is that I actually think I look young for 25 and I so do I I constantly get like asked if I'm like much younger the other day I wasn't <clears throat> ID'd when I was buying some beers really? and it was like a good moment yeah but, see the other day my um, colleague said what are you like 22 um, which was actually quite rude but I will mm. take the Take it, take it, take it. Take it. Tries to patronise me, but yeah. I'm taking the compliment. Thank you. Um, so yeah, um, and then I was always, I've always been very into skincare, but I kind of amped it all up mm. and did loads of research. Um, you know, bought lots of, tried lots of different uh, sun creams and I wear sun cream every day because I don't want to age. And you know, I would never consider getting a surgery, but you know, you start to like. I think I got into a COVID hole where I was looking at my face all the time from Zoom and just literally mm. just being in the house with my face, and I was just disproportionately obsessed with right. the way that my face is changing. It took up too much of 2021, so that's how I'm feeling. So you're feeling as though this year you're going to care less about ageing? <laughs> so that is actually what? kind of a sort of... <laughs> I don't know if that's practical, but... As an intention, I would like to set 2022. Mainly, actually, inspired by my uh, one of my closest friends, Lily, who I think probably I was also. I think I've been freaking out all of my friends. I talked to all of my friends about that. You have like, spoken to me about it before <laughs> as well. I'm like, so, uh, guys, are you using sun cream? Do you realise that actually sun cream in your moisturiser is not enough sun cream, and you're gonna look really old if you don't do that? Um, so I think I've been um, been a negative influence on yeah. the people in my life. Right. <laughs> and so she said that her um, her New Year's resolution is to stop caring about at all mm. and I hadn't considered it and when she said it I was like I actually think I really need to do that because I'm becoming it, it honestly has gone to the stage that when I do look in the mirror the first thing I look at is a wrinkle and then I start thinking oh my god if this is what it looks like now what's it gonna look like in 30 years yeah yeah, yeah. I get that I do I do totally get that and I I, I see the whole thing about zo the zoom the impact of zoom because I don't think I ever looked so much of my face until we were constantly on video chat because you're lying to yourself if you say that you look at other people all the time you are obviously looking at your exactly. own square you are looking at your own square how do I look from this angle in this light what's the hair doing and also you're focused a lot because you only see the top half of you so it really your face features most prominently on the zoom square or the skype square or whatever we're not being you know we're not being paid by zoom to talk about it but like also pay us please yeah. um if you want to sponsor <laughs> a shout out 
Um, yeah, so I do, I do agree with you that I probably looked at my face more than I ever had looked my face. Um, but I personally am not really worried about aging. Why? You're like, you look, why? You no, look so you look great. Old. Well, you look fine. As in like, but like, why, like, why do the changes not bother you? I, I don't, I haven't, I haven't really noticed changes. I think I still have a youthful looking face. You do. Um, and I'm not super worried about like having wrinkle lines or like gray hairs or things like that. Like a grey pube that might freak me out. Oh, I've been there, done that. But, it's ha- but it, it will happen, Vocational. obviously. Occasional. Full, like, full bushel of, gr- <laughs> yeah. of grey pubes. That yeah, might be a bit much. Exactly. Um, I think it's a nev- it's an inevitability. I think for me, there are so many other things that I worry about that like just yeah. consume my brain. That aging isn't one of them. That's very mature of you. I think I think for me, like on the one hand, I can accept that it is vanity, and you know, I don't think it comes from insecurity. Like when I say that I've been noticing changes in my face, it doesn't mean that I think that I'm ugly. If anything, I have quite a good self confidence. Yeah. I like the way I look, which yeah. is also why which I want you to... should. Yes, thank you. Which is why I want to freeze. <laughs> The way I like okay. the way I look like, in time. Yes, I, I like the way I look now. I would like it to stay that way. Okay. And I worry, I guess, about um, not liking the way I look. Maybe that's a worry. I worry about okay. not liking how I look. Now, I've got to give you. I I understand your thoughts. I've got to take you to Twilight. We think about Twilight. Everything. Movie. A book. It's a movie. Book and movie. I mean, <laughs> the both. Legend. I mean, I you know I was an OG Twilight I was, reader. Uh, I I read yeah. it before the uh, uh, me too. movies. Me too. I read all four of them uh, before. Oh, at least yes, I think I they all came out before the movies. I don't know if they'd all come out before no, the movies. No, only um, New Moon had come out. Right, movies. so the first two. Yes. Okay, well, either way, I was already into Twilight before the movies came out. Yeah. Um, I have also watched the films, of course. Breaking Dawn Part 1 is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. When she's, like, giving birth to this weird, like, alien baby that's, like... Also, have you seen the doll that they were going to use for a lesson? No, I haven't. I think they... So they were trying to... They didn't know really how to make this baby grow so fast. So they were, like trying to AI this like actor's face oh, oh, to a baby I will have to show you you have to show me after yeah it's very funny that anyway. sounds terrible but thinking about Twilight and the whole debate at the end of Twilight 1 the OG Twilight Bella is kind of upset with with um, with Edward because he saved her from becoming a vampire yes and she says she's only 18 at this time and he's 18 for Forever. Yeah. Um, and she says, you know, I don't want to be an old woman with a young man, right? Because that would look weird. Because, like, she, you know, Edward, Edward says, like, isn't it enough that you'll be with me for the whole of your life? And she's like, and she says, for now, you know, um, it's obvious, you know, we, we're not going to spoil it. We all know what happens oh, I think later I, I think on. I the demographic of the few people I've watched. She does become podcast. a vampire <laughs> yeah. later on in Breaking Dawn. Everyone knows. But it's a lot of build up before that. But a lot of her, a lot of her kind of drive for wanting to be a vampire is because she would stay how she was forever. But and also stay with him because she was also. And stay with him, yeah. Yeah. So she would stay with him and they would stay the same age because she didn't want him to turn her into a vampire when she was like 50 and then it would be like a 50 year old and yeah. an 18 year old. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely. why she was a bit more like, I need it to be now. Yeah. Um, I mean, the acting in that film is just so 
something else, I mean, isn't generally, it? Generally, I have to say, like, Christian Stewart. I know I'm she gay. might be hot. Oh, I mean, yeah, like, she's kind of, she is hot. No, but yeah. she's not I mean, a great actress. I wouldn't she's say such a bad actress. I have felt this since the first time I saw Rosbella. I was as a um, very obsessed Twilight fan. I was so pissed that she was chosen. I was like, who the fuck is this actress? Like, mm. oh god. I, yeah. Even in anything else that she's done, she just does the same sort of like. Yeah, it's this. <laughs> she's always looks a bit like she's trying to shit. Oh. Just like. Oh, I'm not a fan. Like, <laughs> I'm just so not a, a bit fan. constipated. Yeah, but I don't um, say yet. She has a spotlight going on. Yeah, and and if I'm honest, I do think she kind of did the character quite well. The <laughs> Rosalba silence. But uh, but either way, it was like it was was yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's poor acting. Yeah. It's poor acting all around. But the way that that relates to what we're talking about is that there is it's it was hard for the vampires. They had to constantly move to different places every four to five years because they stayed the same. Same age. So if I stayed the same age, so if you my stayed, life would become very transient. If you stayed the same age and everyone else aged around you, no, wouldn't that be tough? No, I don't. So I don't want to stay. Okay. Don't you want to move with the times? No, everyone no, is I aging. Keep moving cities. Everyone is aging. We're all all of your friends. I understand that, but I would like to opt out. Okay. <laughs> I also think part of it is actually a more philosophical thing of you know, being aware of your mortality. Mm, okay. I wish to believe that actually what's going on is deeper than surface level for me right but you know i i do wonder like is it also that just realization that your body is breaking down and i guess the most visible sign of that is is what's on your face because you're used to seeing that a lot um so i wonder is that part of why um people you know men and women alike from all cultures have tried to prevent aging as much as possible because it almost symbolizes our death like we're we're dying (laughs) my face is drooping like the things are changing i think i would like to i i want to age I, I you know I, I want to get older mm. I would like to stay alive yes. um, and keep going on the the cycle but I would like to do so gracefully and I if I have to age I want to do it as well as possible right okay that's fair enough I'm, I'm coming towards acceptance I went through grief yeah I went through grief a lot of stages I really I, I was in denial I was like no I can't be and then looking at photos oh my god I am changing so I'm, I'm becoming more acceptant yeah and I have to say the last eight days have been actively you know just like looking in the mirror a bit more chill and not looking not zoning in I mean yeah. I haven't won um, sun cream loss over the last few days Gosh, well I mean I I mean there hasn't been any sun you, to no to there has been from. zero sun ever in this UK but I have been wearing like sun cream like religiously like a couple of years the thing is people do say people again who are these people <laughs> um, the people they say that you should probably wear sun cream because the the you we do we are impacted by UV even through clouds yeah so I do understand that there is a small level of risk of uh, skin cancer even in these climates now I don't really put on moisturizer every day god that's I'm your skin is beautiful man. no it you isn't don't though but it's, it's fine I had horrible skin as a teenager which is probably actually why I'm so obsessed with my skin I did I have, have some skin. acne as a teenager right but I I don't know I think I decided to go with the minimalist view on skincare because you had the privilege to do that no because it's like I um I think if I rely too much on all of these different serums the different moisturizers mm-hmm. And stuff, then my skin will become like if I don't use it, then it will start shrivel. It start to shrivel. I can like you know how if you don't wash your hair, like when if you wash your hair a lot, then yeah. you have to wash your hair a lot. Or if you shave your legs a lot, you have to shave your legs a lot because yeah, the hair yeah, starts yeah. growing. 
brain quicker. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So I think that's why I've gone with it. Also, it's laziness. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's laziness. <laughs> it's laziness. I do, I mean, I moisturize, I'd say, most days, mm. but that's all. But so, do you wash your face? Yeah, in the shower. But with what? With like the water in the shower. <laughs> okay. But you that's, do that every day? Yeah. Every okay. day when I'm in the shower, I like kind of wash my face, clear the pores. And you must moisturize. And then I usually will moisturize I mean, when I get out of the shower. Not about to clear your pores, just so you Yeah, know. okay. Well, I don't usually, I will say that I don't usually wash my face with soap. You should never wash your face okay. with soap. Well, that's good. Never do that. But I don't do that. Good. Um, but I also, I, yeah, so that's all I do. So my skincare regime is wash my face in the shower, and then when I get out, I'll usually put some moisturizer on my face. Um, wow. What do you do? But, I mean, yours is a lot more extensive. Amazing isn't it? results. You've got like three or four different things. And that is modest for lots of people. So go on, talk me through. Talk me through. What do you it's do? Not, it's actually not that extensive. I keep it simple as well, but I do a lot of research behind the products that I use because I'm obsessed. Okay. Obviously, as I have. Like, I, I think. I think. All I, of the I think I've labelled. I think I've labelled it enough. Um. I so I use the ordinary, which is a brand that has made more expensive products uh, more affordable. And so I use this squalane cleanser. I don't know how you say it. But it's basically an oil-based cleanser. I have really oily skin, and so mm-hmm. if I use soap, then it will strip all the oil away, and then my skin will just produce more oil. Right. And that's how it used to be when I was younger. And this one is an oil that I use, and right. because I don't want to get sciencey about it, because I actually don't even bloody know the science about <laughs> it. But I'm pretty sure oil can help um, remove oil better than oil on oil. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's oil on my oily skin, mm. and that somehow works. Yeah, I'm trying science. to. I'm, you said that. It I was sounds wrong. About chemistry distillation. Yes, that's more like oil and water. Yes, an emulsion. I don't yeah, know. all of these words. But whatever it is, it's very good for oily skin. It doesn't okay. strip all the oil right. out, but it cleans your skin. You do that. Step I one. I do that. Step one, and then step two is in the morning I use a vitamin C. Um, it's called like Medicate. Um, and I use a vitamin C serum because that's really good at helping protection against uh, sun and mm. also it helps with uh, discoloration mm-hmm. and um, pigment like hyperpigmentation right. so like freckles or just like discolored sure. skin and just helps like just make your skin glow Brighter. a bit better sure. and then I use um, a moisturizer for oily skin again mm. and it's called Embroilise or something like that and that's really good mm. and that's my perfect day okay. care. And the same same for the evening except for I use Ordinary Buffet which okay. is a multi-peptide hyaluronic acid um, wow. moisturizing these are words mo- moisturizing serum which yeah okay. so it's actually it's actually probably is that less no. than you thought it would be I mean no that's three, probably about what I thought steps. three steps three steps so will it shock you to tell you that I don't have a nighttime regime you don't moisturize I don't right, moisturize before I go to bed well, okay whatever Should it is I? No, am I supposed no, to no you don't have to do anything it's working for you you're fine I, but if I don't do this my skin is so oily and disgusting okay. so I, I need to do this I'm interested do you how do you feel about do you, is there a difference because you are Asian Chinese to be specific mm. do you think that 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 there's specific that your skin type is causes it to be more oily or it use or is it like uh, is there an is there something to, with your genetics do you think I don't know about oil I, I I don't know I don't know I haven't done enough research to really know but from what I can see that m- most white people that I know tend to have drier skin yeah oily yeah um i know some people with oily skin yeah but yeah. It's t- mine mine's more dry yeah i see, feel like i tend to see that so you're gonna be like i see that <laughs> i see, I see all the dryness yeah, totally. you're no, no. <laughs> um i mean like asian people also have like leaky scalps that's like i, mean, I don't think that's like very a tight. scalp or not face scalp. so like yeah scalp yeah, yeah. but uh, i don't really know about in terms of oiliness mm-hmm. but i do know um like i think asian skin is more prone to hyperpigmentation okay so that's like like this like discolored skin blotchy areas mm-hmm. and all 
like in freckles technically is what well, is pigmentation yeah is that so, why people talk about asian flush no that's totally different because that's when you drink isn't it supposed to be when you drink yeah that's what i've heard but i i always think it's not very pc so i don't yeah i don't know the idea that asian that, that people of an asian origin get drunk more easily I, and that it shows on their faces i don't know if it's get to get drunk more easily but i think it's more that i think it's something to do with enzymes and being able to break down um alcohol proteins um i mean i think i do get asian flush my dad also gets asian flush and i don't know about my brother but but also i know white people that get red when they yeah yeah drink. so, so yeah. white people flush as well yeah the white flush yeah alcohol flush yeah but that's different so that's different to skincare that's hasn't mm. like that it does it's not permanent it like mm. will go after you just vomit out it's just also money you know what i mean the skin all of it this is. stuff it costs money i also but i really i really enjoy spending the money i love no, money. i don't <laughs> no I, capitalism yeah. but i think i also really enjoy doing my skincare routine okay like, yeah i give myself like a face massage when i oh, put my eyeball on and someone like, else to give me a face yeah. massage it's just a nice way to start the day and yeah nice way to end the day and there's so much dirt on your face you're cleaning yourself before you go to bed no not really oh my god Maddie, have you ever like gone on the tube and then like you have black snot no it's never happened to me what <laughs> I went on the tube last night as well, and I didn't have black snot when I came back. Never. I mean, we're not living in like. Do you even live in London? We're not even living. We're not okay, living in no, coal. No, no. I know that it's very polluted. London no, is very no, no. polluted. But this is like a common thing that like it probably is, but I don't think I. After being in central, I don't. I maybe I'm just not in central enough. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, I don't, maybe I just haven't noticed. Maybe it's happened. I just haven't noticed. Yeah, maybe you're not cleaning out your nose. Um, I clean <laughs> my nose. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you just get. The, so what am I supposed to do before just bed? Get, just, just get. You get dirt on your face. What am I supposed to do before bed? You just need to clean your face. I do think I should change my pillowcases more often yes do that and also just clean your face also i sleep on a silk pillowcase oh my god you're so extra <laughs> um because it's better for your hair and also um actually think about it cotton absorbs water and like and that's why it's dry and that's probably might be part of it yeah. um and when you put all that skincare products in your face you don't want your cotton pillowcase to be absorbing it all right. silk won't absorb it as much mm. and also it because of the fibers it doesn't uh pull your face and break wrinkles right all of these things I'm promoting silk anyway um, that's my obsession but my it's just really long that's I can't be bothered that's that's my problem I know that I, if I probably got into it maybe I should figure I mean, out some kind of what I will say Maddie is that white people don't age as well okay <laughs> not that's being... not great for me <laughs> just I mean you are as in it's not as in you mm. look still 16 but uh, um, on average I'd um, say at least 20 you could pass I think uh, okay maybe you could pass as a university student I think yeah Maybe second year. I don't know. I think sometimes I look older. Like I can look older, and like see, this is see. I'm being toxic right now, making me think about it. I can. This is I my do toxic sometimes trait. look older, and like you know, your personality isn't a 16 year old. No, people actually have said that to me. They were like, "You do look young," but then when I speak to you, I know that you're older. I've had that also. Um, I actually <laughs> had a bounce. I had a bouncer said that to me once. He was like, "I was going to ask you for your ID, but then you started talking to me, and I knew." <laughs> you started that, talking to me. About I knew accounting. that you were about 80. <laughs> you're like, so your pension? That's why people call me Granny? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's kind of complimentary. He said I had I had an older aura. Mm. Maybe aged. I've aged. I've, I've, I've had experience. You've had experience. Well, so I, I'm not too worried about aging. I look at my mum, right? My mum's aged quite well. Maybe she has she good... Has. Maybe she has quite good skincare regime. Maybe yeah. I should ask her. But she's aged quite well. Um, she definitely looks younger than she is. I'm not saying she looks like 30, but she does look younger than she is. And that gives me a bit of a promising idea about yeah. how I might age. Um, what about your... Like, 
like how what about your mum I haven't seen your mum in so many years probably since she you know, picked, has... since she picked you up from tennis when we used to play yeah I haven't seen her for years she probably might look the same I don't know I think my mum has aged pretty well as well I think I have pretty good genes for aging mm. so and I also look at my dad's sister because obviously Asian genes make aging a little bit different and it's just pretty good so okay I think I think also like maybe a lot of my anxiety comes not also from the aesthetic parts of aging but just in terms of age and time and like feeling 25 and feeling like time is running out sometimes and just like mm. feeling rushed in terms of our life I think sometimes I have moments I'm sure lots of people do when they just realize oh my god I'm 25 or mm. you know where like worrying about where you're gonna go and yeah. what you're gonna do I get that but then sometimes I probably have the slightly more morbid thought of like wow there's so much time that's not morbid that's good you're in a very positive mindset no i mean i think that's a bit negative i'm a bit like god there's so much oh, time in a bad way. yeah in like a like wow i have a lot of living to do <laughs> i have to keep on doing god, this i can't even to do this for a lot no i'm 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 not um you know i'm not there thinking i, I want to end my life um good. as a, just to make sure you didn't think that um but sometimes i do kind of think wow like every day like having to do that again and again see my anxiety manifests in oh my god there's not enough time to do anything I'm running out of time what am I going to do like there's not enough time to do everything I want to do and I get stressed about that but... yeah I do sometimes get stressed I do that I do sometimes get this stress where I'm like suddenly I'm going to wake up and I'm 35 and I'm really like what have I done mm. you know yeah. I do get that kind of stress I get a little bit of stress about like have I lost a lot of my ambitions like mm. I think maybe when I went to uni and I, I kind of might maybe had more ambitions like job wise mm. and like have I maybe put that on hold but also we're 25 so I, I personally think like uh, we're not past our best we people start new careers all the time um we have a lot of scope we both have degrees like we can do new things um i'm not going to be a maths tutor forever um but for now i do a teacher forever i do enjoy it um in in some ways and it has like fitted with my kind of flexible schedule but i do kind of there are some i have some friends who are really moving up um yeah you know in their jobs and 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 some of them in their lives and like moving in with their boyfriends and like that kind of stuff and I do get that little bit that's when maybe I think about aging in a different way because I'm like you're you're on a different level to me of life yeah progress but then again I also have a lot of friends who are in the same boat as me so that makes me feel better yeah and it's also helps if that's not what you want no I don't want to be living with a boyfriend and settle down and like getting a dog or whatever to be with someone like I just I'm not in that part of my life yet and I'm happy for my friends who are I'm really happy for them if they're happy but it's just not what I really want right now I find it interesting though because I think I think a lot of people in relationships think that we as single people are very jealous of them mm. but I'm actually often not jealous I'm often I'm especially, often like I don't want that right yeah I say especially uh, I mean this isn't all of it but I particularly had that moment when I stretch out in a double bed yeah and there's starfish no yeah <laughs> yeah or just for me like going to bed when I want yeah sleeping in my bed by myself I yeah okay I like a cuddle I like a spoon mm. whatever but I'm not really a like yeah I don't know just for me it's just not it's not where I am right now so I'm I, I think also um maybe why I've been thinking about this a lot is because I think I thought my 20s were a little bit different 
different and COVID has interrupted a lot of my plans mm. like I wanted to go away I really wanted to do a lot of traveling around yeah. this time in my life okay, yeah. and instead I've sort of chosen a sort of career of like relative stability for the last two years so I can earn money to be able to do what I want to do and travel and things like that um so I think I'm feeling sort of a bit restless for right. my age right now I sort of feel that for my, where I envisioned my 25 my twi- mid-20s would is very different to how it is right now and I feel that is very much owed mm. because of COVID and that is quite frustrating and that's probably why I have this sense of time running out because it feels like many things are on hold um, yeah and I feel a little bit trapped in by yeah. the current conditions I think everybody feels like these last two years have been extremely tough or like progressing as people like it's almost like we regressed mm. um because we were kept indoors for so long our friendships we had to try and maintain a lot without seeing people which which for me wasn't hard because I'm I'm a very active communicator I like to message people I like to see how people are doing the backbone of the society well I don't know but I, I, like there I know that there are some people who find uh, messaging very anxiety provoking and they don't reply much and like and that's harder to maintain friendships when you can't even see people in person and you can't do things like you said as traveling like I don't have the travel bug I'm personally not, not. I don't as a geographer I like places I like going to places I like I like the sun I love lying on a beach I like yeah. I do like seeing historical locations but I don't have an in, I don't have an intense desire to go backpacking around Asia or South America I mean I would I, I would like to go to these places at some point yeah. in my life but it's I I prefer stability I, I also really love stability but I think I don't know oh, I have I really have the travel bug like I, I but I always have but I think that's also why I did geography and I've always been fascinated by different um, cultures and uh, there's just something so freeing about going places and keep on like like keep on in, like moving on exploring mm. meeting people there developing sort of like sort of new connections yeah. and there's so much adventure and so many decisions that you can make and there's so much freedom yeah and yeah I, think... I do get that I can see the appeal I definitely can see the appeal there. and I you know I have been to some places in my life but I've never I've never gone as they quote unquote traveling I haven't mm-hmm. done traveling yeah for an extended period of time yeah um and I'm fine I'm honestly I'm fine with that yeah. like it you know, I, I once had this it. conversation with my friend where like I was like but, like don't, don't you want to travel like uh like and like go places and she was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> I want to own a house yeah and I guess actually that to, to be fair there is a big um, um there's a huge amount of privilege that comes with being able to um, pack up and go yes yeah, and yeah and to to know that be able to afford that and to be able to spend the money on traveling compared to something more mm. stable like a home mm. um and I acknowledge that but I also do uh have this it, it, itch it's such an itch like I really and I have gone traveling before and it's still not scratch I think it's just like mm. a, it's, it's it is privileged but it's also very much integral to like it's part of like who I am I've yeah. always I mean I will go on like holidays by myself so yeah I enjoy that you do seem to like to do that I've never done that. I've never been on a holiday by myself yeah. it's also why like I wanted to go to Manchester Uni because they had year abroad program mm. and I don't know there's just yeah, I don't know maybe it comes through having a bit of a traumatic childhood and wanting to always wanting escape to escape. <laughs> wanting I, to escape that's what a psychologist would say yeah I think that that definitely is part of it I do acknowledge like it is like I've always liked the feeling of getting away like mm. I the, the times when I feel happier sometimes is when I'm on a train or on a bus going away somewhere and that feels good to me okay but, yeah well, maybe 2022 will be a year that you can start doing more traveling yes. because you know we've all been boosted um hopefully more people will get the vaccine as we go um and things will have to we have to start integrating covid into everyday life I know that that sounds scary mm-hmm. and I'm not in any way trying to be ableist it's it's of course still 
feel very terrible for a lot of people, um, particularly the most vulnerable, those with immunosuppressed, immuno, amino acids. Um, no, no, uh, they are immunosuppressed. Um, people with, you know, uh, the elderly. But we we do need to come to a point where we are living with COVID as we do with the flu, as we that, that will flare up at different times that we still need to be very conscious about that we w- there will be new variants, there will be there will probably be more jabs we need to get. But it's looking as though life has to go on. We are getting to a stage where we can the world is opening up again. And we're we're living alongside it mm. but we have but, but still being careful and still being conscious and being very uh, like we need to get to a place where we where we can be who we want to be but are still looking after, looking after the vulnerable yeah. and and ourselves because we're yes. all we we know the, the the impacts of long covid that's something yeah. that like has is couldn't can affect a lot of people who don't have right prior, prior conditions like some some people i know have kind of got long covid now and have breathlessness and Mm. and it's affected their smell and their taste for a long period for a longer period yeah. of time that shouldn't be sniffed at like that's not nice <laughs> I made a pun sniff that <laughs> was that a bit tasteless <laughs> oh my god I gotta stop this is a good point to end yeah. I think wrap up so today's episode we talked about new year um, new year's resolutions how we feel about um, changing and the twenty two and what 2022 could have in store for us we talked about ageing as a as a, a major topic and cat's <laughs> fear of aging yeah and maybe my acceptance yeah acceptance maybe Urgent my more blasé attitude towards Which aging adapt okay adopt <laughs> yes. yes maybe everybody should adopt everyone should adopt they should adapt to me <laughs> they should um, they should adapt a they should fill in for you yeah your new year well, now new I'm, year new you new year new me yes. um great okay so we hope you all had a good christmas and new year's or festive season mm. because not everybody celebrates That's Christmas. Actually, not everyone is Christian. Exactly. I'm not Christian. Did you know that? And did you know that I'm not Christian? So happy Hanukkah to everyone. A bit late. Um, a bit late. Yeah, it's actually like a month late. Um, so thanks for listening and we will see you guys. Well, we won't see you. Well, we're hopefully we will see you. But we um, will be back you. soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.